Hello, it's Jamie here. <laughs> I got a micro, and uh, we have Patreon episodes coming out. They are unreal, you guys. If you love the normal episodes, you're gonna love these. We have so much fun uh, doing them. They're the best. It's five dollars every month. You get two extra episodes. We do all sorts of stuff. We do deep dives on the history of comedy. We do off-cut stories that didn't make it other eps that we have a, a lot of fun with. And we just have. We've done an episode with Alex Tolliopoulos on video stores. We've got. Other amazing stuff coming out, so check it out. You can subscribe on Patreon or Spotify. Uh, get around it. Thanks, everyone. Hello and welcome along to the community notice board. Have we ever done this before? And Jen's like, you guys, is this the first episode? And Jamie's like, okay, come on, I can do this. I've gained myself. I've sucked myself up all morning. I've sucked myself up all morning. <laughs> That's why I got no energy. <laughs> Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming-of-age tales. we got a very special guest in the studio today, a very funny comedian, Jen Carnavale is here. How are you, Jen? Good. How are you guys? We're good. Oh, and we're right. heading in a westbound again to talk about the wonderful Burwood and its surrounds. Mm. Yes. Hell yeah. So you spent a lot of time in Burwood growing up, but you lived in Strathfield, is that correct? Yeah, or as it used to be called when I was growing up, Burwog. That's what it was called. Uh, <laughs> well, I still call it that, actually. That's what it was called. <laughs> I love it. I love yes. the name. It's like the parts of the inner west that I grew up in, but they're all the shitty parts. They're not like the parts where anyone like outside of the inner west would want them to be you know what yeah, I mean yeah, like yeah. when people like grew up in the NOS they're talking about like Petersham yeah, yeah, Newtown exactly. yeah sure I'm gonna be talking about like you're like Central West no you know Burwood. what I mean West West nearly it's yeah. nearly what, what is the what is I not it's Ashfield so it's Ashfield border, right? well that's uh, after Ashfield right? um, I actually heard it was Strathfield yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah so, so I'm talking about the shitty areas someone's like, like Amy Plains it's like it's still in the West <laughs> out here you know? um, yeah so but it's Burwood is I think it's a little. Oh, I'm not going to say bougie, but it's a it's gentrified a touch along the way. But back when you were growing up there, it was still. It was just like, oh, like it just was like a nothing suburb, like all mm. of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there yeah, was yeah, like yeah. I remember no a Portman's, quality. which was like a fun <laughs> clothing shop. I was going to say, and a Supre, and <laughs> oh, then there Supre. was like oh, I remember yeah. there was like the PCYC where a lot of shit went down, which was really cool. Yeah. It was like, you hang out with the PCYC. Oh, okay. There's a guy who went to my high school who was Arthur, not Arthur. And he <laughs> like would- A-I-F-A. He would only spell, his name was Arthur and he would only write it in school documents as A-F-A. Oh, cool. Sick. And the cool. teachers were always like, it's a legal thing. You have to write Arthur. <laughs> you're, not, you're not Cockney, dude. And he'd you be know? like, I'm Arthur. <laughs> and Arthur, and he's like, cool friends used to hang out at the PCYC. So yeah. go hang out there. Pretend cool. like I was With cool. your new Super A outfit and your yeah. Portman yeah. shoes. I was like, watch out. Here's Burwood the chick who looks like a boy. Having <laughs> <laughs> to get no attention. Watch out. <laughs> watch out, Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, man, Super A Supre still around? I don't think so. They had some wild shit back in the mid 2000s. It's like, you can. <laughs> no, this would be a rich vein for Drew to talk about. <laughs> super super really. chat. I used to go in there every week <laughs> to purr. I'm would, a more of a Miller's guy, actually. You'd yeah. walk past one in the mall and it's like, it's a sparkly shirt for a 12 year old girl that just says dumb slum oh, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what was, is going on? Everything could have doubled as like a headband. Like, it was just yeah. like elastic <laughs> and tiny. Sure, and yeah. like, it's like being a spotlight, it's just material. Yeah, it was no not. It was not okay. Uh, but was there a, was the Westfield there when you were growing up? At no, no, no. There was like this old place which used to have like a chippy and like a really disgusting, in retrospect, disgusting. When I was a kid, I was like, this place is the tits. Mm -hmm. It was like a hamburger joint that did milkshakes that I'd like yeah. beg my mum to go to. Oh, it yeah. was mm -hmm. in when you think back to it, it was complete filth. Like yeah. I don't think yeah. they ever changed the oil. I don't think the guy who always had like a filthy apron. <laughs> and when I was a kid, I was like. This is dining. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I was there was like, a little fish and chip shop near my place, and one of my mates got chips from there. And he told me that um, they had a there was a deep fried cockroach in the chips, oh. and he called up and they gave him uh, they replaced them and gave them like extra fillets of fish or whatever. And I was like, that rules! Like I hope that happens to us. You get more. It's like winning the golden ticket at Willy Wonka. Absolutely, at no point was I like, let's never eat there again. But now, no, of, like, course of course not. not. You're yeah, thinking about how to put cockroaches. Yeah. In of course. Like, I'll take 1,500 fillets of fish, please. <laughs> Minimum cockroach, please. Uh, maximum, actually. 
Food and safety, I don't think it was that big in the 80s and 90s. No, in Sydney. You can yeah. still see it though, because like I think it's the Telegraph that does it because this is like their stock and trade shit. But like once a year, they'll release like the New South Wales Food Authority play oh, yeah. like mm. list of places yeah. that yeah. name have and violations shame. just mm-hmm. so they can name and shame. Because I, because uh, like the Chargrill Charlie's that I used to go to all the time got fucking hit like hundreds of times like it was huge but did yeah. you still go yeah of course i did yeah, i was probably like there reading it being like oh that's a shame yeah my <laughs> favorite dumpling place they were like disgusting and i was like now i want dumplings yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just advertising in the <laughs> yeah, like, mm, yeah well good. some of the places yeah because they're just like some of the places like yeah at the dumpling kitchen they like they walk the garbage bags through the kitchen it's like well they're not pouring them in the pan yeah like, give yeah. me the dumplings i was yeah. gonna say yeah. like the the gap between what is reasonably uh safe like food environment and what their stringent standards are there's a lot of wiggle room where it's mm. not to the point where they're shitting in your fucking chips yeah and, you know. exactly we're not on a yacht okay yeah. we're in ashfield and there's yeah. pork in the window let's yeah. just relax yeah. i you know. know you don't need to wear a hazmat suit and like it's showered <laughs> yeah. down before and after it's like this you know. that actually brings you on to something i wanted to talk about because for weeks i've been meaning to go out to burwood specifically to go to the burwood chinatown because <gasps> everybody yes. raves about it i always sit on talk about the sydney again. food <laughs> People have been talking about the Burwood Super 8. (laughs) (laughs) Been meaning to get out there. Begging Hannah to let me have a solo mission down there. Hannah's standing there awkwardly at the front of the store holding Drew's handbag and Drew's rifling through everything. Two shirts. Was this one or this one? (laughs) Drew's cutting the sleeves off one. It says Mum's little horn bag on it. Mums are just moving their young daughters away. (laughs) (laughs) Come here, darling. Come here, darling. Um, Um, But Chinatown, right? So... You know, has is, is it always been that it's institution? Sick. No. That we used to be like an arcade that I was scared to go into. <laughs> my mum would be like, we got to get a battery for the watch. Like, it was horrible. Okay. <laughs> no, there was nothing there before they did the Westfield and then, like, culture from different Asian countries came in and made it fun. Yep. Um, before that, there was literally nothing there. I remember the biggest thing was, like, they're going to build a Westfield, mm. which is so depressing in retrospect. Yeah. But it was exciting because then course. food comes, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, totally. And with good food, like... Comes good soup, pray. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Confucius says... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I read a proverb before <laughs> I came here. I did see something very Chinatown, which was uh, at the chi- the Burwood uh, Chinatown strip that they had. Um, it was it must have been for Chinese New Year or something. They had all these decorations up, and they had these lights, and they have um, flower images printed over the lights, so they sort of reflect like a an image through the lights. Mm-hmm. But the image that they have on them has a Shutterstock logo on the on the, <laughs> <laughs> on the image. Yes, you can see it there. That's so they were like, that's yeah, so the funny. Daily Mail. We're all over that. Uh, so it's very challenging. My favorite Burwood thing is when, because it's like a busy street, right? So it's imped- competitive. So, like, heaps of places in mm-hmm, Sydney, mm-hmm. they don't last for that long, you mm. know? But the best part is when people are trying to budget. So you'll walk and be like, is that even open? The lights are off. There's like the four signs of the dead, like, restaurants gone by. Yeah, yeah, It'll yeah. be like Stone and Wood slash Dumpling House, now chicken and chips. <laughs> Welcome to. <laughs> it's just the like. Tax office or something. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. see like this marker, like. <laughs> Yeah, now yeah, we serve right. ice cream. Like, okay. <laughs> All right, whatever you got going <laughs> on. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. But the Westfield, that would have been a big moment for a kid growing up. Where's there, the closest like, one at, that's not there? Would that be like Would Paramata? it be Paramate? Yeah. yeah okay. Which is definitely not the inner west. Mm. Yeah, um, you're yeah, too far it's Parramatta. Yeah, you've overshot. Yeah. <laughs> but you're out there trying to get like a vegan quiche or something and you're in fucking Parramatta. You're like, I'm not in the inner west anymore, Dorothy, you know. So it was uh, So it was just like pretty suburban when you were growing up there, like, Um, Yeah, I mean, no one was going there for food and now there's like heaps of people who are like, you know, in the actual cool parts of the inner west where they're like, I heard there's a really cool dumpling place or I heard (laughs) there's a really cool whatever place that they actually go and check it out. Yeah. Also, Sydney, I feel like it's gotten bigger, right? So the suburbs that seemed close to the city are considered city now. And then like the further out you go, Mm. they're like still considered cultured and interesting you mm. know what i mean yeah, whereas yeah. before it was like there was just not there was like no people there yeah so you felt a million miles away from the city growing up in Berlin. yeah 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 i sure. think there's also something to be said i think i mentioned this on the pod ages ago but like when you grow up as like a fucking was it like a mayo ass white boy <laughs> you know like when you grow up in like a suburban <laughs> existence like the first place i moved out after i grew up in castle hill was eastwood which is like like Sydney's like biggest like Asian population. Yeah, yeah. And just when I was moving there, they'd got rid of like the Maccas and KFC and stuff and they just put in all these amazing Asian restaurants. But like when you're a nineteen year old white kid who's like 
cultural experience was getting like a snack pack at Castle Towers. Like you're there being like, what the fuck? Where's all the good food gone? Like surrounded by it. Yeah, yeah. having Oriental magic noodles. Was well, like even the fucking like even the um the Eastwood Hotel. I was talking to um Chris about this. That yeah, it's yeah. Like the Eastwood Hotel used to just do like standard pub fare, and then they change it to like. This awesome chili chicken spot, and like heaps of people were like, "What the fuck? Bring back the schnitzel!" Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But I love any Chinese restaurant that uh, uh, do all the Chinese meals, and then they're like, "We got to cater these idiot white." So they steak do sandwich. it. They'll do the steaks. They'll do the schnitty and stuff, and Spag it's just yeah. and they're just <laughs> winging it, and it's just as good. But they have no yeah, idea yeah. what they're doing. I actually went to a pub with Chris in Burwood not that long ago because we were like, a friend was like, "It's great for kids. It's horrific for kids," <laughs> <laughs> and made them stay. And um, we were looking at the menu and it was like a Chinese restaurant there's like Chinese chefs smells off the chain like they're like this is going to be so delicious Mm. and there's a big family next to us eating the pasta and the burger and they're both like the food's not really that good. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if the Thai restaurant specialises in spag bowl. The coffee's disgusting. It's like, <laughs> maybe get a tea or up. something. Yeah, These yeah. guys can't make a flat white to save their lives. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you have much occasion to visit the old Burwood RSL? Have you been My there? family weren't RSL people. Okay. So RSLs I discovered when I was like, I changed high schools. I went from one high school to another. When I went to another one, the first high school I went to, super Catholic girls, super WOG festival. Everyone was either like, like, you hung out not just with your cultural background but like where they were from like it was like those are the italian girls whose family are from the south of italy (laughs) they're the chinese girls who are from this specific specific part of china like it was like everyone was broken up and my family were not rsl people and then i changed schools to a performing arts school and all of them were like going down to the ari with my parents for dinner (laughs) and i'm like what's what's this ari you speak of like yeah never went never heard of it i'm keen to visit i've got a couple of reviews that i found um that will give you a bit of a flavour of the place. Uh, this one's one star from Nathan Robinson. Came here for lunch on Friday, 19th of August with a friend of mine. Parking was super easy and reception staff are super friendly. We decided to go to the brasserie for lunch. The food was the worst food I've ever tasted in my <laughs> life. <laughs> I had chicken schnitzel with chips and salad. The schnitzel tasted like it was prepackaged and it had a really weird taste to it. My friend had a steak and asked for a certain sauce. Can't remember what sauce she asked for, but when she got it, it looked like brown water. She said it tasted okay, but it had had better tasting steaks in her life. My schnitzel was that gross, it gave me an upset stomach, and I had to run to the toilet four times. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, we'll never come back. Can you imagine going to the toilet four times in a single meal? And then love, sharing that yeah. with people. Yeah, 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 I love yeah. the overshare reviews. Where yeah. it's like, And I didn't even make it to the toilet. I shit my <laughs> pants, yeah. and they were new from Supre. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, this one, another one star made me laugh just from the response. Because this person goes, this is Nyoki. They go... Uh, wow, the only helpful person at the place was the one good security guard. The rest of the staff, such as the head management, which is a short, fat troll of a looking foul-mouthed <laughs> woman. <laughs> what a joke. She should shut this place down. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, and then, um, and then the Jesus. response from the owner is like, hi, uh, it's disappointing to read your review. We would appreciate it if you could send further information. And then they give the details. Yeah, she's uh, like, like a short, yeah. fat yeah. troll. I got a, troll. I, what, what I got a police sketch of her here. <laughs> yeah. Troll, yeah. troll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, um, and then one star, finally, I'm. Uh, this is Batch Batch. I am very disgusted at what I witnessed on Tuesday at Aussie Bingo. One older lady verbally attacking a lady with a walker and the employee behind the counter <laughs> speaking to her rudely and aggressively. Jeez, <laughs> it's all happening. Old Bird is swinging her walker at another lady. Is this Club Burwood? This is um, Club Burwood, yeah. Yeah, They're so like, what you're saying is it's sick. It's fucking sick. <laughs> uh, this is why I want to go. <laughs> I didn't, did you see, have you got any more? No. I got some ones from Club Burwood as well, which is Anne, Anna's like, I've been to this venue for the past three years and I've spent an average of three Thousand five hundred per visit at the pokies. No features. Not even winning. No luck for the three years. Lost over ninety k. <gasps> and I maybe just call it a day earlier on. You know, <laughs> that's unbelievable. That's grim. I know. Wow. And Jace also says one star. I'm exhausted. I'm constantly playing the pokies here, and I'm not winning anything. Please note, I don't have an issue with gambling. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> this one's my favorite, Nicole. Nicole doesn't seem to understand how clubs work because he's like, what a pathetic place. I was denied entry with a valid driver's license. The middle-aged security guard always seems to be at the counter. The reason he provided to me was because I live within five kilometres and I'm not allowed in without becoming like a member. <laughs> Appalled by this behaviour, disgusted. All I can think of is the R word. <laughs> I'm like, I can think of the R word too, Nicole. <laughs> Maybe a different one, but you don't know how clubs work, dude. It's a stupid system, but it's not their fault, yeah. okay? But awesome. Yeah, so you, so you would go like, like 
Yeah. When you went to change high schools, were you still in the area though? <laughs> yeah, but can I just tell you quickly yeah, with yeah, RSLs? Yeah. So I had a family friend who had like a thing at an RSL restaurant, right? And Chris and I went and we went to sign in and the woman was like, are you a member to me? And I was like, no, no, I'm not a member here. And she goes, okay, what club are you a member of? And I was like, oh, I'm not a member of any club. And it was like I stabbed her. <laughs> she was like, no, what club are you a member of? And I was like. What's your tribe? No, yeah. no, no club. And you could see she was just like, Does oh, my compete. God, get the fuck out. Uh, like, you scum. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I don't, I don't talk to people Co- like At least you. coffee clubs. Give yeah. me something. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a She's club. Like a club. A club. Yeah, if, I'm, if I'm Chris standing behind you, I'm signing up for the nearest RSL and being like, well, I'm a member of something. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. That's so weird. Had to sign up, get the photo. Um, and it's like, a yeah. Because it's like five dollars, six. They act like oh, you've nothing, never yeah. contributed anything in your life, and it's like it's four dollars, and you—it's oh, just pokey money stuff. She you was know? so disgusted. That's it was, so it was great. It's such a weird system. Yeah, it is. It, does, it, system. it is. Like, never, like people from Victoria why. come here, and it's not a Victorian thing. I don't believe the whole oh. sign outside of five k. I don't know. It's not the same because someone, one of the one Victorian comedian, were like, "Oh, go down the club. We got to sign in." And he was like, what is going on? This is the yeah. weirdest, oh, really? like, like stonemason style, like signing outside the area, inside guest. I don't know. It, it, it's Is that when we went to Maryville Bowl? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it doesn't make any sense, but it, you just go along with it forever, We're right? We're just used to it. You're yeah. just used to it. Maryville Bowl is a special one, though, where it's like, yeah, I've I remember you being like, yeah, I've got a card waiting for me. My name's Alex White. And the guy's like, okay, so I've got a Zanzibar what you do. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, Alex White. And he's like, okay, what about Jimmy Simpson? It's and the worst like, system. Like, no, no, Alex White. So you back- skim it through. How do you, you sign up Alex White. I know. Well, Alex you White. sign up there. They're so, it's like, it's like cosplay of a bowling club. It's like, you guys aren't a bowling club. <laughs> no, this is not. a much of a bowling club as Hawkesbury Chinese is a Chinese restaurant, yeah. right? Yeah. Usually you're just rich people. So, I'll refrain from commenting because I love the club. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love it too, but it's like, just yeah, you, yeah, it's yeah, not it a bowling funny. club anymore, right? Yeah. And uh, and then you sign up and you pay $10 for membership and they go, cool, we'll, ma- we'll print the card and next time you come, it'll be here at the thing. They don't send it to you, they don't make it at the thing or whatever. So the next time you go there and you're like, I signed up last time and then they go, Let's have a look Pull through a the cards, suitcase and then out. they just go through, and it takes half an hour, and they never find <laughs> yeah. it. It was and zero. It, My favorite was the guy like being like, "Are you sure you're not like yeah, Alexandra yeah, Witt?" Yeah, it was just <laughs> like, it's I'm like a computer sure. who's done a V lookup and just yeah. landed it like, like technically the next Alex's face. Yeah. Well, like, I should have just. I remember going. I should have just been Zanzadoop. I should have just <laughs> yeah. gone down Zanzadoop. Let me in. Yeah, he's just like just take Zanzadoop. That's probably what he was like. Just he's not coming back. Stepping on your foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. I found some bit of history about Burwood. Um, uh, a little, well, a couple of things. First of all, Mr. Squiggles from Burwood. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. As, like okay, wait. I didn't know that. As in the puppeteer. Or is no, he the no, canonically the puppet lives at Burwood, and then he moved to the moon? Within the universe of the show, is the character yeah. Mr. Squiggle Mr. from? Mr. Squiggle, the man from the moon, is also from Burwood. <laughs> <laughs> if you check his license, it says Burwood. <laughs> <laughs> he's on. He's at Burwood, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna look up domain the moon and move there. Um, he joined no. the RE though. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's at the RE. Yeah, he's probably like, He's yeah. like, yeah. upside down. He's. Fucking drunk, falling over. <laughs> um, Mr. Squiggle, what's his guy's name? Uh, sorry, I should have had that. Norman Hetherington. Um, so yeah, he lived in, in lived in Burwood, and it, it's crazy because it he it was like a cartoonist, and he made he just drew little cartoons, and then he started um, getting into puppets. He made a little puppet, and he just he made it, and it was supposed to be like a five minute spot one time on the ABC, and ended up running for f- forty seasons, <laughs> and <laughs> just. Like- just the most charming effortless children's yeah. show, right? I've never seen it because, mm-hmm. like, it's such an Australian ah, thing. When yeah. I moved here, I was 13. Like, I know of it because comedians have talked about mm. I specifically think Claudia Ray used to have a bit about Mr. Squiggle. That's my exposure ah, to right. Right. I love, uh, I love people like this because getting into puppets is such a, like, one in a minute. Like, you either get into them and become beloved children's entertainer sure. or – you probably a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's like, like imagine like the failed puppeteers along the way, like looking like at Mr. Ma- Squiggle, just being like, "Fuck me, I'm trying to get off semicircle, man." At, here. at the other end, which is barely better than a pedophile, you become like a ventriloquist. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like you know, you're a cruise ship ventriloquist, and it's like, oh, it could have been worse by a little bit, I guess. But yeah, it is like a queer, uh, a weird like. Uh, 
like there's not you, you know what i mean there's no like uh semi-pro puppeteers you yeah, know you're exactly. either like the biggest thing ever you're not and working like the rsl puppets no 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 but you know and like you got young girls jen yeah is not allowed near puppeteers no, not allowed near puppeteers <laughs> but niggas this cook is not on anymore I'm, I'm i'm assuming i mean not the they're no reruns or anything like that no, no but like i don't know what like it was i can't oh, it, there's no them. educational value to it it was just a silliness right but it was fun it yeah, was guess the picture guess the picture down. there was nothing really going on but i guess that's most of kids TV, i'll probably right? just play that game with them and then pretend i made it up so yeah. yeah i think i'm really cool you'll be real you're <laughs> yeah. a genius like there my you mom go. chris is, is behind you like hurry <laughs> chris is blackboard 100 <laughs> talking about but it seems funny <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't think chris will either <laughs> <laughs> uh, he wouldn't have known that yeah chris's <laughs> greatest childhood entertainment is a south african guy called schuster that's just a guy who does black <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah blackboard's better than black <laughs> our daughters are never seeing that he has the south dvd oh, that wasn't it was tv it wasn't yeah, children's it was TV, TV. but geez he showed me once he's like it used to be so funny i've got these distant memories i was like let's watch it i'm like this is heinous <laughs> I, was like, I was like scared the neighbor would he <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can you turn this shit down? He was like, I don't remember it being that bad. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I did so no one else, uh, sorry, someone else, um, a guy called George Young, grew up <laughs> Scotland, moved to um, Australia with his family. He arrived in the Villawood Migrant Hostel, which is what it used to be called when the Europeans were allowed to stay there. It became the Villawood Detention Centre later <laughs> on. Jesus. So a slight change in time. Yeah. slight change. They're like, oh, we need a Rebrand. It's like yeah. people, the young Scottish people are coming there. It's like, it's a hostel. It's fun. It's like, oh, it's, it's a detention centre. <laughs> so he met four other dudes there. Um, he moved into a house in Burley Street, Burwood. And for more, four other dudes that he met at the detention centre. So all these European families at like in the 60s. Oh, I think um, I know who this is. Well, he started a band with them called the Easy Beats. Right? Mm -hmm. And the Easy Beats were like the first international Australian pop sensation like they were the first big international stars friday on my mind was like the big song yeah. and that was actually the vote of the best australian song of all time um by the um by apra but they were they had they were a bit of a flash in the pan they had like a Beatlemania vibe right yeah. they were mm. huge but then they sort of fizzled out a little bit but him and another guy from the detention center like everyone in that band they met at that detention center which is which, uh, the migrant hostel. hostel but him and so george and harry Decided to keep working and producing and writing music. And George is like, actually, my young brothers have just formed a band at home at Burwood called ACDC. Hey, Angus Young. Angus and Malcolm Young. So so I didn't I had done well, I didn't know Easy Beats and ACDs were the same family. Yeah, that's crazy, crazy right? Yeah, it's I didn't just know a that at all. Cultural hub. Yeah. So Burwood and <laughs> so our Akadaka were and I don't know if they were still like they grew up there, they live there, and um the name ACDC was because their sister was making Angus's um, schoolboy uniforms for the, you know, he, yeah, yeah, Angus yeah. plays in the schoolboy uniform and it had a sewing machine and it has on the back of it AC slash DC. And she said, that's a cool name for a band. It it's all cool in build. And so, and uh, Angus Young famously, so he did famously, you know, dress up as a, as a schoolboy. They yeah. actually, he was like 25 when they sort of started getting big where they were like, uh, he's actually 18. Like they changed his age to 18 and in the school. Cause that, he's a school, but he's a young kid. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. it's like, even at 25, they're like, it's a little bit weird. He's going to cut to 30 years later and he's still goose stepping around <laughs> in this thing. He, uh, but he also tried a number of different stage costumes. He was, he's tried to be Spider-Man, Zorro. <laughs> Spider-Man? Spider this just makes it so much lamer. I know. He's like, which one works? Yeah, yeah. he's doing Zorro. all costume changes. Yeah. And this Dan, is the can you imagine? I wish I didn't know that. 2012 and ACDC released like a reunion album and he's still Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah. yeah. That he's all pudgy. <laughs> Skin tight <laughs> lycra suit. He also did a parody of Superman called Super Ange. Like Super Ang. I don't know. Yeah. Anger. Super Ang. So he's even doing like weird like yeah it's like uh, it's not even he's just literally going to like the late the costume shop and just like this will do this will do Zorro, so funny because they're, they're like such a heavy band yeah like all their lyrics are about fucking rooting chicks and satan and then he's just the biggest dork on yeah. the planet. Like and schoolboy. Like, How can I look cool? <laughs> yeah. And schoolboy is so dorky, but it's sort of cool in a weird but yeah, I don't know. Like it's a bit punk ish. It comes out the other end. It right? comes out the other yeah. end where exactly. 
whereas uh, Superman and Spider-Man and he's just dressed as like the Green Lantern or something. <laughs> you know, this is no longer about high rock and roll and hell and shit. Maybe they own like some of the mansions in Berlin. There's some huge mansions. In yeah. Berlin. Well, this particular really one, weird, this but... one, number four, the address is there. It's all uh, for Burley Street. I'll show up. It's uh, it's there and it's currently a uh, just a medical practice, a little, you know, those houses that have just turned yep, into yep. it. And uh, it's it's tough because there's just full of you click on it. So if you go to this medical practice and you Google Maps, there's all these images of complete dorks like goose stepping out the front of the house. <laughs> really? Yeah, there's like oh all these God, dorks or so they're just funny. taking selfies. And it's not even, doesn't even have a sign that says this is the birthplace. Yeah. It just is a medical practice. It's just got a thing. <laughs> and there's just guys doing like devil, like complete losers doing like, yeah, rock and roll. Oh, it's like this guy's just like Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the poor so GPs. They're I like, know. leave your samples here and then. Looking out the window at this whole bunch of losers out there. Is Angus still there? No. But That's they, so um, yeah, and his uniform was created by Sister Margaret on the sewing machine that fell apart and he used his, so then he just wear his Asheville Boy High School uniform. Hey. That was his, that was the, whenever you saw him for, for years, he was in Asheville Boys High, which is obviously you know, near a big high school, right? Yeah, pretty, yeah. Pretty big like catching around, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around the corner. Around so the there, corner. so it's rock and roll Fuck sort of history. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned schools and moving schools. What's it like going from uh, the school to a performing arts high it school? It was so fucking weird. Like, I don't know what schools you guys went to, but the first school was like super conservative girls Catholic private school like mm. very like like it was ridiculous there was a giant like plot of land in the middle of the school that was grassed with a with like a religious statue thing on there and they were like it's a holy site you can't walk on <laughs> it yeah 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 it was just like a way of controlling young women i guess but they were like <laughs> they were like you can't walk on this, this is a holy site and if you do you're in trouble i went from that to a performing arts high school where the teachers who taught the performing arts weren't teachers but they had experience in the field and where one of the first things that someone said to me is, oh, Mr. Nunes is dating Amelia and then people would be like walking down the hallway like, fame! But like even <laughs> but like more annoying than yeah. the TV show because it's actual real life teenagers <laughs> yeah, who are just yeah, yeah. like fucking infuriating, sucked. right? So, yeah. the, teacher, so it was really the teacher was weird. dating a student? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, well, because he was a performing arts mm. teacher. I'm not really a teacher. I'm just a run-of-the-mill pedophile. Yeah, kind of. Don't tell me with the teacher brush. I am but a wolf in wolf's clothing. Just a guy that likes to fuck 17-year-old girls. Yeah, it was super weird. Because, like, you would do normal schooling till 2.30 and then 2.30 till 4.30 you would Whatever arts oh, let you, your down, you specialized yeah. in or you chose to, like, oh, there was a lot of music. Was it Newtown performing arts? No, school? no, no, no. Nah. It's a different one in the inner west. But um, if you were like, you know, if you played guitar, you'd dedicate those two hours to mm -hmm. guitar and like you'd have a teacher come in, or if you were doing drama or dance or ballet or whatever. So what were you dedicated to? I start, I was like a ballet girl when I started. Ah, but then, cute. like, I was there for like two months and I, there was like two straight boys in our year and one of them was doing drama and I was like, I think I'm really interested in drama now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then I started doing drama. But um, the people who were teaching that performing arts section weren't necessarily teachers, right? It was like if a comedian <laughs> went yeah. to a school. I got hired once and I lasted one day. It was for a term to go and teach um, stand-up to the fucking turds that go to Knox. And, oh, I, oh, and no. it was really good money. And I walked in and I was there for like 15 minutes. I said really inappropriate stuff to about how none of them are funny and that <laughs> being a rich shithead just makes you hateable and left. <laughs> They're on the phone of their dad at the time. You know what I mean? Like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you make fun. me funny with money? <laughs> no. But um, but <laughs> it was kids, like that the last thing they need. They don't need that. They're yeah. already at Knox. Like, yeah, I was like, fuck off. But anyway, the point is, it was like they hire people who've just done it, right? Yeah. So they just hired like dance teachers and, uh, you know, people who had experience in the field. So there was some like blurred lines for sure. Like I remember oh. a year 12 performance for our drama. We had like a big theatre show thing. And there was like this scene where this girl and guy were supposed to like make out. This is a high school student. So we would have been like 16, 17, right? Mm -hmm. And they like don't kiss, but they're like kind of like close to each other. And no shit, the drama teacher was like, you're teasing me. You guys have to make it happen. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Ew. And she said this. And I think as she was a woman, it wasn't so obvious how fucking filthy it was. Yeah. Yeah. But like looking back, I'm like, man, that was so vulnerable. So like as an adult, me. I remember. I remember being like 21 and being grossed out by teenagers. Can yeah. you imagine yeah. being like 28, 29 and looking at teenagers? You're teasing, You're teasing <laughs> me. So and teenagers oh, are so feral. Like the guys fucking stink. The yeah. girls don't know what Acne. they're doing. Yeah. Like you're just gross, you know. But 
Yeah, it was fucking weird going from <laughs> – it was like moving country. It was yeah, like super a, weird. So that, sure. how, how does that go with your parents as well, being like, I want to move to this art school? My mum made the decision. My dad right. wasn't around. My mum was like, so you hate – this school that you're at, right? And I was like, yeah, I fucking hate this school. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd been doing ballet like a lot. Like she was taking me from school to dance every day anyway. So I think it was probably just easier for her. She yeah. was like, do you want to change schools? I was like, yes. <laughs> so it was really, she was pretty happy about that, I think. Because yeah. she knew I hated. I didn't, I didn't like that other school. It was ultra conservative. It Those schools, even if it's not intentional and people are still like, you know, you're still a young, free mind. It has a huge influence, and a lot of those girls are still ultra-conservative. Or they completely hate the establishment. Like, people I've met who finished when I was there, like, that went through from to 12. I bumped into a girl. I was like, how are you going? And she's like, I'm a child therapist in schools because I'm so scarred from that school. <laughs> and I was Jeez. like, Jesus. And then other people are like, I really want my children to have that experience that yeah. I had of conservative women yeah, being yeah. fucking horrific to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and like, how dare the children dance on that part of the grass? Yeah. You know, they must be whipped. So weird, That's right? So strange. Yeah, anyway, so it's super opposite, but I was much better off for it. Yeah, that sounds like you got out. <laughs> you I, got out. Yeah, yeah. I got out, guys. I got out. <laughs> yeah. But then you didn't stick with ballet once you're in the school. No, so no. So the no. one thing that. No, no. A boy I, led you astray. Uh, the, yeah. what the, the whole thing yeah. the first school was trying to teach you. Which yeah. is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was, a, he was a cutie. He was yeah. like an idiot. I, he was like, you know, super dumb high school shit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember he was such a hippie and so ridiculous. I remember him, be like, when we were dating, being like, do you like um, butterflies? And I was like, yeah, they're cool. And he's like, do you like dragonflies? And I remember being like, oh, I don't trust them. Like, they're a bit weird. And he's like, <laughs> Oh, that's so weird. Like my ex was a dragonfly. I'm a butterfly. Yeah, like, uh, like you know, you're so dumb when you're, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, cool. Like, that's very cool. so fucking dumb and fun. That's but, a great line. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it was so dumb. My guy's ahead of his time. I'm thinking, how can I use that line? <laughs> I'd start be like, do you like moths? Uh, <laughs> what about bugs? Do you like, I was like, please leave me alone. What? Yeah. My ex was a little bug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but it was great. It was really fun. It was seriously like like fame and like all the what is that stupid TV show? Glee. Yeah, 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 Glee. But it would have yeah, been right. way Just more annoying for any any well adult to be in there. Yeah, like the, the the singing kids, like the opera kids and stuff, would just like in the hallway. Yeah, all the time because oh, they're like oh, young it's because people. there's no one there to bash them. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. There, there really wasn't. There was only kids who loved the arts, and then kids. <laughs> That's a performing art bashing as well. <laughs> 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 I'd go there. I'm just imagining Alex transferring. I'm majoring in bashing. Some big security guard turns up. He's like, all right, come on, boy. <laughs> I'm like, all right, now it's time for art. <laughs> I mean, if you're the loser in the performing arts school, like it's pretty fucking low. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There mm. was like some kids that were there because they got expelled from other schools and couldn't get yeah, into yeah. other schools. Mm-hmm. And then there were some kids that were there because they were just losers and got beaten the shit out of every school oh, they yeah. went to. Mm. Well, not losers, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Just some misfits. Then some do you kids have just to, have that stamp. Do you have to declare a specializing subject does like everyone have to be like well i'm a guitar or can some oh, people yeah. just be like no it's a general curriculum give me a bit of everything well so i think the school like legitimately knew so there was one dude who was literally there i think because he just had a rough time at every other school yeah. he went to so they were kind of like i'll just use a pretend name because i don't want to be a dick but they were kind of like darren's just going to float between different subjects and mm. we're just going to see what he's interested in <laughs> and he never did like he never specialized in anything because yeah. they were just like just don't beat him up like just <laughs> let let the boy finish school. Yeah. And it would have been a way better environment than like an all boys school or something. Oh, oh yeah, God. definitely. What would yeah. you specialize in? Um, I would do drawing. Fast oh, yeah. Women's art? fast fashion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I feel like there's something happening here. Designing, like, yeah. Designing. Do uh, drawing, would you? Crop tops. Can yeah. you draw? Yeah, I can draw. How well? Doing uh, knock out a sketch for us. I don't have a pen nor paper. Okay. See, Jamie's Mr. gonna Squiggle. be the bully in the art school. Yeah. Like, you think you can fucking draw? What do you think, Mr. Squiggle? Over here? <laughs> <laughs> you know he's from here, right? Jamie's <laughs> holding, holding him upside down over the thing, upside down. Well, I wonder, um, like now, like would they have like podcast specialization? Jamie wants to fucking have like podcast. Jamie's looking for some freaky Friday thing with his daughter <laughs> where he goes back and she goes to high school and he's like, finally. They have podcast school. Yeah, she well, wants to be a doctor, and he's just yeah, like, "This is what she wants. This is what she wants." Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, she's studying medical books. He's like, "Oh, you got to go." Yeah. <laughs> How can we make uh, it funny? Make it funny. Hollywood Handbook. I told you. Listen, oh, it's good fun. Oh, that's very funny. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a there's some radio. I think radio is a thing. Because well, I remember, like, my mate. 
went to Clara High School, which is like considered one of the state's best public schools. Cool. I remember him being like, oh man, I can't believe I have to do like a my multimedia thing for HSC. And I was like, what's that? And he's like, oh, basically we're like directing a film. And I was like, motherfucker. We oh, had to take right. like ancient history all the way through. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would right. have loved to do shit like that, you know? Yeah. Which yeah, is why now if like if a place had podcasting, I'd be like, well, fuck Latin off. Like I will fucking make a pod, baby. Yeah, when they make kids learn Latin, I'm like, what's going on? That's weird. What's that? What's that? Was it more? I think it was. I think it was at a union that one of the things they were like, oh, one of the electives was like um, Roman, like archaic, like you know, serfdom law. Like yeah. it was like the most ridiculous things. Like this is how you know, and it was like this is okay, Caesar. This is, how the law started. this is how the law started, but it was so like so distant from law. It's like that. It's just like see the Lutheran meme. I would, Chris and I would totally have some drinks and watch that on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roman law I'd be stuff. like, oh, Rome. I That's guess. right up my alley. <laughs> but it's but yeah, it's fun to watch on Friday night, but do a t- study and do a test on it. I imagine it's like, oh, yeah. God, what was Nero doing? You know, whatever the hell. I feel like I feel like a lot of classes like that are just filling time. Like no one's doing – no one – the schools don't think kids are going to become like geography nerds. And they do. Ge- everyone has to do geography. Mm. It's yeah. just a way to pad your time yeah, and to learn yeah. basic yeah. skills. And also have and some awareness of the world. Exactly. I a little like, bit of a surface level like thing. That. Yeah, exactly. Base level of a bit of well-roundedness. We did visual yeah. arts and it was like the best. It was like, oh, yeah. Two did hours you like it? Month. I mean, we just, it was great because it was like, like oh, go outside and put, collect leaves and then you stick them on a thing and make a tree. And we're like, oh, I feel like a, I'm five years old again. This is <laughs> the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like not at the like, uh, like the like, most low budget yeah, uh, public school. Yeah, it was like, I remember that there was, it was only did it for one year and it's like, go around and collect leaves and sticks and then use glue to make it into like a painting. I think it's a collar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever, and I was like, this is, and just glue everywhere, drawing a big dick. Is there, there are, were there kids in your class who were like wearing helmets yeah. and dribbling? <laughs> <laughs> it was just me, actually. You now I think about it, it was just me in a basement. I was even the No rocks, one. no sticks. Yeah. Do we do cooking? Do you guys do cooking? Yeah, I, I love, love food. Yeah. Yeah. cooking. Yeah, exactly. that was oh, one of my faves. That's yeah. a good life skill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. I reckon. Course. I don't know. Still the made. best hamburger to, I've ever had to stay. I don't know what she did with the mints, you know. Um, we had a crazy art teacher. I mean, this again won't be that surprising after what we were saying before, but we had an art teacher at the performing arts school <laughs> who was so inappropriate as well, but she was amazing. And she used to just make jokes about like making love to paintbrushes all the time. And no one was like <laughs> remotely fast because yeah. it was like, but not because it was an art school, but just because it was the art teacher. Yeah. Don't you reckon art teachers in they've every school? Lot, yeah. They've always got to be a little weird. They've got to be a little weird. They've got big jewellery. Yeah. Or else you can't really yep. believe that they're art school. Yeah. Like artists. Totally. I feel like they have to like. Like if a guy like straight lace was like, we're going to learn about like contouring, I'd be like, nah, come on. Like bring in the hippie. Yeah, like, yeah. You need yeah. weird hair or you yeah. need like yeah. something funky to We be. found out that one of the um, art teachers at my school, like the head art teacher, this dude, uh, I can't think of his name, but we found out. There was a rumor going around that he smoked weeds. We were like, "Ooh, this he is." He most cool. definitely probably smoked weeds. <laughs> we confronted yeah. him about it, and he did the like, you know, he's this like shaggy head kind of dude, and he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about, kids." And then like, does a little weed. <laughs> 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 like, oh, yeah. He smokes weed. This the guy. King. That's such an art teacher. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Well, maybe I'm cool." That's funny because all those teachers have to get along, right? Like in the, yeah. it's a common oh, staff yeah, thing. Yeah, so it's like because totally. I remember like, yeah, there's always that art teacher, but then our math teacher was most like, we used to have this guy, but um. Mr. Travis, and we used to call him Brian Travis. We say his full name for some reason, but he had five shirts. He had a yellow, a blue, a, lo- a white one, a green one, oh. a red one, and he would wear them one day a week, Monday, Friday. Through. And so we would all just take bets on what colors coming in today, you know. <laughs> but he was just the most straight laced guy, just walking. Yeah. He's like, "This is mass, bang, bang, bang!" Like he couldn't, like he's not getting along with no, us. God, he's no. never smoked weed in his yeah. life. He's drinking a James Bogues once a week. Like he's the most. <laughs> But those guys have got to all hang out, yeah, yeah, right? They, yeah, they've got to be friends. They've got to like, be friends. In the political landscape of a school. And there's like, no way they get along <laughs> in real life. At you know? the first school, at the private, like, very gross girls' school, mm. um, I remember my maths teacher for, like, seven, eight, nine. Her name was Miss Dick. And she oh, kept yeah, it. Oh, man. But yeah. she kept that's, it. That's a ballsy. So you reckon well, that's so... <laughs> so it's above the balls, I guess. <laughs> Bit of a shaft. <laughs> but don't you reckon that's like, wouldn't you just change oh, it? Oh, my Lord. And yeah. she was always like quite like, I, rem- I, I have like such a specific memory of her like writing it on the front and being like, this is my name. This is how it's pronounced. Like, it was a D-I-C. Was it D-I- No, it was like 
I would change it to like Richard, but it was spelt like just D-I-C-K, like just dick, right? But I have like super specific memories of like being at the carnival where you'd like, you know, the te- you know how the teachers would have to do a swimming race? Yeah. And you'd yell out their last name, be like, Cosgrove, Cosgrove. And she swam and they'd be like, you can't yell out. <laughs> like you have to dick. just be like maths. Hold on. <laughs> you Wouldn't you change your name? <laughs> I, I, I mean, of course, but the teachers swam at your school? Yeah, bo- at both schools. They had like a teacher fun race. Didn't you guys do that? No. Why? I don't know if it did for a race. Swimming, swimming carnival and running carnival, they'd be like maybe running. Not, well, they didn't have to, but they'd yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, okay, we're gonna have like a teacher from every team, and they'd like do a race. I don't, know, I don't know, know if they swam, but I do have a distinct memory of one of the teachers, a PE teacher, walking around the swimming carnival in the smallest budgie smugglers oh, you've ever seen. Just yuck. fucking. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That's is I wouldn't on? fly this. No way. I feel You're like teasing me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the thought process as a teacher to be okay with wearing that. Like, I yeah. can't imagine. It's, it's already it's enough. There's already enough teach. I My school, it's like teachers were the, the protected. Like, they were the vulnerable people, the teachers. Yeah. Teachers, this, it, and you're right. That's it. Don't give kids ammunition. No. And and I feel like budgie smugglers, Miss Dick, like whatever. <laughs> like it's change, it. change it. Get a stage know, name. That's the thing. Like, I'd make it up. Because kids sure. are such 100%. little shits. Like, yeah. If she's like, hey, my, I've changed my name and it's uh, Miss Spensley now. And like by just some happenstance, she stumbles in the hall, she drops her purse. Oh, yeah. A kid yeah. picks it up and it's like, why is your last name Dick and not Bensley? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That spreads like what? Like if you oh. own it and are like, hey, this is it. Don't get, fucking joke. But if you find out you've been hiding it, it's like there's blood in the water. I guess. I'm talking deed poll, though. I'm going down the <laughs> yeah, right. license change. I'm applying for the job as like Miss Smith. Yeah, 100%. Like I'm like, I'm deep. Yeah, deep dive There was a kid in my school whose name was Fag. F-A-G-G. That's right. last name. Not his first name. That would be even worse. That's what Alex called him. Yeah, exactly. That's what I wrote on his forehead. But he, and I was just remember, and it was him and his sister and, uh, they were both, and I remember being like, he's like, man, I can't even marry out of this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm getting hitched the moment I can. There's some guy. I'm getting whoever. What is your name? Smith? Great, that'll do. Well, let's get married, you know? That's but, so um, rough. I know, poor kid. I mean, you know, it, but it's also so obvious that it's like, you're right, Jamie. If we had found out, like, there's a kid, right? Yeah. If we had found out that it was his middle name later on, that would have been the end of him. Yeah. But because he yeah. walked in there with it, it's like, ha ha. And then it's like, all right, that'll do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's sort of a bit too <laughs> you obvious. You tie yourself out. You tie yourself out. But if you found out later that, it, yeah, it was his middle name or or you changed it or whatever. It but you, you'd have to hundred. You'd have to change it in a way that it was like, no one's finding that out. Yeah. But oh, yeah. So then you're teach, walking around with a secret be. every day. You're like, when's the shoe going to drop? Oh, yeah. When are they going to find out my name is Mrs. Monstercock? <laughs> it's, like, it's Italian then. Monstercock. I'm from the south of the boot. Um, I've got, got a tale here. Um, a pretty pretty gruesome story about a bloke named William MacDonald, a.k.a. The Mutilator. Oh, Holy shit. Change your name. This is a big change in your name. Um, so he's basically considered by a lot of people to be Australia's first high-profile serial killer. Man, um, Burwood's hitting it fucking. It's, it's, yeah, dude. It's a lot, hard, of, lot yeah. of firsts. Um, he's, he was an English fella born in Liverpool, 1924. Uh, age 19, he enlists in the army. He has some pretty horrific experiences there. Ends up diagnosed schizophrenic, given electroconvulsive therapy, oh God. all that stuff. Eventually, he just goes, fuck this. I hate England. I'm moving. Goes to Canada, uh, 1949. Doesn't like it. On to Australia. Arrives 1955. Um, shortly after he arrives, he gets in a bit of strife with the cops. So he initially goes to Adelaide. And um, when I was looking up the story for this, there's there an old like uh, Daily Telegraph article. And you know, sometimes like Daily Mail does as well, where they'll put the, the bullet points at the top, yeah, like, yeah. Sure. the main stuff. This, so this is uh, just, you know, an overview of his life. This is from when he died. It was, William McDonald was a serial killer known as the Mutilator. Killings began with McDonald befriending and drinking with victims. Touching detective's penis in a public toilet was his first brush with the law. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. So he got into a bit of strife for that. That was in Adelaide. Um, And then he moved up to Brisbane. And the first person he killed was in Brisbane. This is in 1961. And he was only active as a killer for one year. But in that time, he killed five... Five dudes. Jeez. And his MO was was a bit Dharma-esque. So, like, that bullet point about him, he would go to bars and drink with these guys, befriend them, get them blind, and then kill them. Mm. Um, or, you know, take them off to, like, a sort of, like, well-known gay cruising spot, um, like, in Moore Park, around Moore Park. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then he'd stab them or strangle them and cut off their genitals. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, and these guys are super drunk. They can't fight back. And apparently, this like the way he would slice off the genitals was so precise that at one point, detectives like thought they were looking for a deranged surgeon. Like, That's a, this guy always is all Jack the Ripper stuff. It like, is. He's yeah, a doctor, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. what I mean? How, who could possibly <laughs> cut a dick off, you know, with a pair of scissors? Like it's. Um, <laughs> so most of this is happening up in the sort of Darlinghurst area. The Burwood connection comes in when he lost his job um, at a local post office. Um, so up until then, he was in Darlinghurst. He was working odd, odd jobs. And uh, after the um, post office fired him, he bought like a mix, one of those mixed business stores in Burwood. And he mm. lived in the flat above it oh um, great yeah. yeah so this was on burwood road um it, but he only he actually only lived there about a week before he struck his fifth and final victim which is a man named patrick hackett um they met at a wine saloon on pitt street uh had a couple of drinks went back to his place in burwood mcdonald killed him and left his body in the shop and then just fucked off to brisbane and then new zealand because he was like I don't, I don't know how to get rid of this body i'm gonna chuck it in my shop <laughs> Uh, and so he's a jet setter. Yeah, yeah, he really is. Like a killer, but also he likes to travel. Yeah, yeah. And um, serial killer stories, look, they can get a little bleak. So here's they where the hijinks. <laughs> here's where the hijinks oh, come in. Right. Okay, There's always, cool. you know, I, I, tr- I don't want to just do a straight serial killer. I want some classic comedy of errors coming okay. up. So what happened was after he killed this guy and left him in his shop, he was going by this assumed name, Alan Brennan at the time, which was an alias that he often used. And for some reason, there was some mix-up in the police investigation, and the police listed the victim as being Alan Brennan. Mm-hmm. It's like they, they didn't identify the body. They walked in, they're like, this shop's owned by Alan Brennan. There's a dead guy. I guess that's Alan Brennan. Sure. Didn't bother to fingerprint him. Detective work ask in the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that was reported out by the papers. So all his old workmates from the post office read his obituary, and they had a small memorial service for him <laughs> conducted by a local funeral director. whole time, he's in New Zealand. And he's there, and it, apparently he said later that the urge to kill came back, but for some reason he didn't want to kill in New Zealand. It had to be in Sydney. So he flies what? He flies back to Sydney. Um, you know, just, patriot. Yeah. <laughs> and when he comes to Sydney, he bumps into one of his old workmates who was at the funeral. And this guy says to him, I believe you had died. To which McDonald replied, leave me alone and ran away. It's <laughs> <laughs> like an emo kid. <laughs> I don't want to be found. Um, and then he, so then he went down to Melbourne because he was like, fuck, people think I'm dead. Uh, and then the, this workmate who saw him, he goes to the cops who immediately accused him of just being a drunk, told him to fucking, you know, get out and sleep it off. So he went to bed, sobered up, went back to the cops and were like, okay, we can see you're not drunk anymore, but you are insane. Go away. Like, we do not want to hear about this. And he was, was he confessing the crime? No, no. This is the friend who saw him. Was oh, like, sorry. My, oh, the, the, right. my old workmate, we thought he was dead. He's alive. Like, God. this is fucking insane. You tell me Harry the Mutilator is a serial <laughs> killer? I don't <laughs> think so. Um, so they, they turf him out again. But he's so incensed by this that he goes to a reporter at the Daily Mirror and tells him the whole thing. And they publish a story titled Case of the Walking Corpse. Uh, and this, all the media attention forces the um, cops to exhume the body that was found in his shop, fingerprint it, and then basically be like, oopsie. Like, Jesus oh, Christ. And they also, during the autopsy initially, didn't realise he'd attempted to slice off his genitals, as was his MO, but the, the knife was blunt and so he couldn't do it. And they, so, But oh nobody like God. put two and two together. But then they were like, oh, fuck, this is like the other bodies that we found with stabs. They just really didn't do anything. <laughs> they no, did they're nothing. The <laughs> cops in the world. Um, and so the cops quickly put that together. They put out like an quickly. identikit. Yeah, no, well... <laughs> Um, an identical picture of him goes to all the national papers and a new workmate in Melbourne recognised him straight away and he was arrested. Uh, he goes to trial in September of 63. So that's only two years after he started killing. Um, and it was one of the nation's most sensational. So he pleaded not guilty on the grounds of insanity and testified in great detail to the gruesome murders. He told the court of how blood spread over his raincoat as he castrated his victims, oh put their God. private parts in plastic bags and took them home. He even told the court what he did with the genitals once he got home. Oh, Some jurors fainted and had to be taken out of the court. Uh, and the jury just chose to ignore like the overwhelming evidence for insanity. And they handed down a guilty verdict, which apparently amazed all the psychiatrists who looked at him. Because he was like, yeah, well, was a schizophrenic. Uh, ended up in Long Bay Hospital, where he eventually did get certified insane. And he moved to a secure mental institution where he was known simply as Bill. And he lived out... His days. So this bloke born 1924. He died in 2015, what? just shy of 91. Jeez. At the time, he's currently the longest continuous ser- serving inmate. Like 
you know, before wow. he died. And wow. he was the oldest at the time. 60 odd years in jail or something. 57, Something like that. He was years. 91. Yeah, he said he could never get out. He was like, this is my, this is all I know. Like, I wouldn't be able to function because he was so institutionalized. But he was just known as this quiet, quiet bill, never Jeez. shuffling never around the place. Never cut off another dick. Never yeah, cut off another dick. saddling <laughs> up to the urinal with him there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the stall bill, actually. At dinner time, he's getting straight through the steak. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Kransky's in hello. <laughs> Jeez, Billy. That's great. I mean, yeah, so he had, he was, it sounds like he actually was probably, like, I feel like if you're killing a bunch of people and cutting the dicks, you're going to plead insanity, right? Like, yeah. that's your only option. But anyone who goes to a mental, and then just like, it sounds like he probably was, was just, Really insane. Yeah, yeah, and they needed go. to be instituted. Put him in a hospital. There we go. Like you can't just change your name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't just run the run. You will find out. Yeah, I've like, never heard of that story at all yeah. until I found that. And so the no. shop in the mixed business shop. It, I, I mean, I imagine still it's still there, there but yeah. they, you know, they're not putting that on the yeah the real estate.com <laughs> article. Like found people outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sweet noodle house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably what all the like bad food hygiene reviews and stuff like they're still leaking from the floorboards up above into the milkshakes. It stains. I guess yeah. something a little more lighthearted from the neighboring suburb of Croydon. It's hey. about a guy called mm. Adolphus Herbert Frederick Norman Applerock. <laughs> <laughs> Not a little lighthearted guy start with Adolphus. Uh, but Applerock, I think you There's would one thing your we've learned from this episode is you can change your name. People. <laughs> yeah. It is possible. <laughs> so he, uh, he was born in West Melbourne, but then he moved to Sydney. And in 1902, he began working as a messenger boy at Lipton's Tea Agency. And then he took a job as a tram conductor. While he was doing these things, in his spare time, his real passion was experimenting with mixing gelatin and sugar in the bath. Oh, who hasn't had a period of their life <laughs> where they're making <laughs> yeah, dynamite in the bath? Oh, your teens, buddy. <laughs> and uh, so he would make this uh, gelatin sugar concoction and then would sell the jelly crystals that he door to door on the job. So as a Lipton tea deliverer, mm. he'd be like, "Hey, it's a Lipton tea. Also, I'm selling some fucking Got jelly side hustle. If you want yeah. them, it's got yeah. that hustle grind set. Yeah, he's just constantly grinding. No days off. No days <laughs> off. So he said. Uh, but so then uh, he left the tramways in 1917 and he rented a premises at ten shillings a week to manufacture more jelly crystals. When you and when you initially said mixing gelatin in the in mm. the bath I always thought he was in the bath so did I just tasting jelly like a 1970s salad I mean I mean invented bath bombs yeah I mean it doesn't say he did it so you can needs more Adolphus if you like it that way picture it that way getting up doing push ups and then getting back in that's exactly where my brain too I was like with a little rubber duck <laughs> so he formed a company in 1926 and had got a partner and they operated a business on uh, Alice Street, Newtown. And because uh, this new craze called aviation was taking the world by storm and Hello. he was a keen fan, Aparoth named his product Aeroplane Jelly. Oh, right. Cute. And so in 1930, his partner, Lennox, wrote the words and music of the Aeroplane Jelly song, which was to become the longest-running advertising jingle in Australian history. It was first recorded in 1930, sung by Ooh. Amy Rochelle, an actress who did child imitations, which Sounds maybe you go horrible. to performing <laughs> arts school for that. That's your major. Oh, sorry, <laughs> That's your major. Bart Simpson. Yeah. The cheeky voice yeah. of Bart. Yeah, and then Scott, right? The song was again recorded in 1938, sung by Joy King, a young girl chosen as the result of a competition. And in that same competition, another little boy entered and came, I think, fifth. But then they liked his moxie so much, he became the face of the airplane jelly, mm. the boy whistling. Oh, and he re recorded. Yeah, a bit of an argo, though. Um, <laughs> He's cute. <laughs> He's a cutie pie. But her, record, her recording was actually used as a jingle for more than 50 years. He Jeez. just became the face of it. Um, and then Do you they. She's getting residuals off that. I fucking hope well, so. The, the boy who became the face of it, they said he earned 10 guineas, which I think <laughs> is like. A made-up currency. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very much. And it's he like said, like, dolls. he sounds racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got it from Dante. <laughs> but uh, he said, like, in an interview, he never cared about money. He just liked just... being able to, like, go to parties and be like, hey, as the airplane jelly boy. Like, that's <laughs> that's getting him like. a lot of action. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and so the recording 
that, that was used for more than 50 years. Uh, this guy, Lennitz, his, uh, the partner of Adolphus, basically put it on radio programs and used the song as a signature tune. Eventually, the jingle was broadcast over commercial radio 100 times each day. And I've never heard this, but the lyrics are, I like airplane You've never jelly. Heard it? No. You've actually never heard it? No, this do you want to sing it for me? It's like playing in my head. Yeah, the moment yeah. you said airplane jelly, oh, it was Can you like guys you sing it for me? Jelly. I like aeroplane jelly. I don't know the next Aeroplane jelly oh, for me. I like it for dinner. Yep. I uh-huh. like it for tea. What is it? I've a little each day is, is a, a good, good recipe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super creepy because it's really high. It's like <laughs> like chipmunks. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like really unnerving. Cool. And it's 1930s, right? So the second verse is about anti-Zionist stuff. Which circles right back around to 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the superior race will take over. Promise, man. Adolfio. Yeah, yeah, Adolfio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this guy Lennart, he left the firm, but then in 1934, Appleroth chartered a Tiger Moth airplane emblazoned with his product's name to make deliveries to rural areas. This caper proved particularly popular with children, his jelly's greatest consumers. In 1935, he held a model airplane display in Centennial Park and in the late 40s sponsored radio broadcasts involving prisoners at Goulburn Jail, which were rounded off with an excitation to buy airplane jelly. <laughs> this guy's trying everything. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like a, but that's what they said. Like, he, he made like hundreds of thousands of pounds, which these days would be millions of dollars. Yeah. And based, using his advertising techniques led him to becoming a national icon. Wow. And so you said they played gelatin in the bar. 100 times a day. Yeah, which is what said. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I guess and that was Aeroplane Jelly. Up next, <laughs> Aeroplane Jelly. And then we got Aeroplane Jelly. I mean, it was great. My memory of Aeroplane Jelly is like eating it before it was made. And yeah. my mum being like, are you eating jelly? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Drinking it, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's because yeah. you got to make you You mix it up. You've had, I mean, is I it? I hate have jelly. You, but is but it no, a, no, before mixed, just the crystals? No, no I've had the crystals. Did yeah. you guys yeah. just eat crystals? I, I've had the crystals. Yeah. I think the first time I would have had smoke airplane them, jelly. <laughs> crushed them up. Yeah. Yeah. First time I would have had airplane jelly in Australia would have been at like 26 making like jello shots. Is it a UK thing? There is jelly, obviously. jelly, but what's airplane jelly? Is it? Because it's easy to make, or is there some difference between Aero, or is there a UK version of Aeroplane Jelly? Exactly I'm the same sure thing? there is. If we yeah, they're all into the same. It, yeah, I'd like, imagine. I didn't know it was like some innovative way like to make it or something. Jelly or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But you, but you don't like it as a I was never, kid. No, I don't trust it. it wobbles. <laughs> oh no! But you got to enjoy it before you make it. Like I was supposed to make some for my kids. Like Halloween party thing and like half of that. Is that why there was no jelly there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris loves it too. He's like jelly. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just eating it out of the box. We used to go to when you'd have um, uh, Pizza Hut, all you can eat Pizza Hut, which yeah, is yeah, like yeah, a. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you guys ever have that growing up? We like didn't a, go, but I always yeah. wanted to go so bad. Or it's like a Sizzler or all that. Yeah, like jelly the, cubes. The jelly cubes would be at the dessert bar. bar. The yeah. jelly cubes would be uh, like, oh, this is round one doing jelly cubes yeah, and yeah. something. But like you have. So much of it, and then there's no more. You don't want any more. It's yeah. very one note. You know what I mean? Like so, but it, it was such a great fun kids. I don't know why. The only time I have it now is in a trifle. Do you guys? Family make trifle. 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 I, I feel like know. that's a real nice Aussie Chrissy dish. Yeah. Is it trifle? My great grandma used to make the best trifle. Then my nan, oh. now my little sister's taken over trifle duty. It's like oh my god, that's so cute. Handed down from. What is it? It's like custard and it's custard jelly. There's like a base of like lady sponge fingers, right? cake type yeah. thing. Um, there's. My nan's one, there's a lot of sherry in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my cousins are like blind off a bowl at 12 years old. It's like an Aussie tiramisu because it's like got this, the biscuit, the alcohol. Yeah, it's got yeah, like the bread, yeah, the cream yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Does this so circle good. back to the point we made earlier because you were saying you always wanted to go to Pizza Hut, but obviously you're from an Italian family. We never so went like, to Pizza Hut. I was yeah, so, so jealous. that's what I mean. But you know, like, you're so jealous of going to fucking shitty pizza yeah, while you're getting like home cooked Italian food at home and stuff. But it's different when you, like, my mum would make pizza on Friday, right? Yeah. Like, the dough, and we would make it, and we would have to sit to, like, because there was, like, five kids. It was ridiculous. But we, my mum would make the dough, and then we'd sit and, like, put the toppings on. And at the time, I remember being like, I want to go to Pizza Hut so <laughs> <laughs> That would make your mum furious. And now, it's like, I'm so upset because I can't make the dough how she can. Yeah. And it was delicious. And also, I think she was insane to have five children and do that on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> That's no normal person does that. But, like, when I told Chris that we did that, he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, my mum would do that. I was like, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're just going to buy shit. But when you're little, like, I remember hearing about, like, you could put as much, like, of the... 
you know, what's soft, soft, soft serve yeah, and yeah. peanuts and like Smarties oh, and like, totally. yeah, and you so could young. like pick all the pizza and like. I wonder what it would so be like fun. as an adult to go with kids would it, because it's just shitty food, right? Like it, 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 like, was, it was amazing as a kid because you're right. It was like, but as an, I'm not, I'm nostalgic for it, but I'm not like, man, if they open one, I'm going there. With <laughs> I feel my, like it would be food everywhere. poisoning immediately. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. Like yeah. a cruise ship or something. They had like <laughs> salads and stuff. I'm like, those salads look like they need to be a bit of a refresh on there. They've been sitting there a little too long, you know? No one's going. No one's got it's a salad bar, but it's like and no one's touching Let's that. Let's go to Pizza Hut. I feel like some greens. Yeah, yeah I'm like, just gonna have Caesar. And uh, did you have any it? um local eccentrics in your neighborhood or suburb that people would whisper about? There was about? like a shop on the corner near my first high school. It was like it's the corner's named after him now. It's called Kiri's Corner, and it was like yeah, Chris, that's <laughs> you. How you know Chris? That long? It's my boyfriend. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it was this really. It spells a bit different. It was this really old guy who um. His last name was Kiri, and yep. he used to sell individual cigarettes to all the school kids. Oh, and then they named the corner. <laughs> yeah, the man cut the well, ribbon on it. It was like it was like one of those old school lolly shops, which is kind of what I was imagining when uh, you were telling that story. Yeah. Uh, like where there's, you know, they like. It's like such a faint memory because I must, I don't even know how old I was, but I must have been like really young, like maybe primary school. Mm. And it had like the clear boxes with like all the different types of lollies yes. and you could pick. And they had, do you remember the old cigarettes? Fads. Fads, the yeah. fads not fags. Well, they mm. were called fags and then they oh, changed they were. into fads. Yeah. yeah, and you could like, you know, I used to, I remember though. They took a hint, like, they changed their name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I remember, I don't know if he would smoke in there, but I remember it felt like adult cigarette stale smoke, <laughs> if yeah, you know what I mean. Sure, yeah. And there was like newspapers and all that kind of grimy stuff. And schoolgirls would always just go in and he'd like sell them a cigarette for like however, I don't even know how much because so I was too young. But I remember that guy, yeah. Hell he yeah. was, so every, yeah, but it, like it wasn't, he wasn't just known for selling cigarettes. It was just no, what I don't he think, did. I don't know if the adults knew, but all the kids were like, that's where you go to buy smokes. And yep. probably more, like probably booze back in the day. But mm-hmm. to all the kids, everyone knew who he was. Everyone knew where they were. Like if you had like a little bit of money people would go there and buy lollies and then they'd yeah. get a cigarette yeah it sounds like there was a guy i've brought him up before but there was a dude called nick who just had nick's shop everyone knew like knew and loved nick he died a couple of years ago but like my, uh, my granddad would send us down with a handwritten note and he'd just be like yeah you guys buy cigarettes for your granddad like, i know yeah. who you are and i know who your granddad so it was is exactly like that yeah mm-hmm. he yeah. was a chiller and all the parents didn't care i don't think like i'm sure they must have known but they were like well just you know there was like that like culture back then where they're like I'll just leave them be. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not molesting anyone. Yeah. You know? yeah. like, they'll um, say, Mark, they'll be like, listen, don't go back, don't go to his van or anything. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, the, you know, been, that's exactly what the culture would have been like. Well, you don't go into the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just stay in the front. There was a, there was a guy on my street who used to hand give us apples when we we're walking home, and he just is this old guy, and he would like, you kids want an apple, and we're uh, we're going home. Mum's like, where'd you get that from? Like, oh, bloke up there, like ten houses up. She's like. Don't ever go to his house. And that was the end of it. That was the end of it. Was, Don't go to his house. And I'm like, cool. And it took me keep like 10 years food, to realize. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm keep like, taking those apples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good apples, you know, Granny Smith's. But it was like, it was like there's a 5%, 10% chance it's better for, but we're going to do nothing more about it than that. You know, what could you do, I suppose? Yeah, but still, that was the vibe. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. House. yeah. Yeah, what can you do? Yeah, right. so there was that guy. Jan, we have two more questions for you. The first is if someone says, hey, I'm coming down to Burwood for a day. I need an itinerary, something to do morning, afternoon, and night. What do you tell them to do? Where do you tell them to go? Just the RSL the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, you got to go to the Burwood Chinatown at night when all the food trucks are open and stuff because it's absolutely delicious and the food is is amazing. During the day or during the morning, you should get a coffee in Bird Park where there's a cafe called Picnic, which does like super wanky but delicious. Like, you know, like vegan, organic, mm-hmm. like salads and like cold brew and all that yummy oh, stuff. Cool. So I'd go there for breakfast. For lunch, I would get a massage at one of the 50,000 massage places mm. and just hope it's not a rub and tug <laughs> or try your Run luck. Run into Drew while he's there. <laughs> and just like, Drew's like, oh, what a, this is a, this is a physio, this, right? This isn't a super. Fingers <laughs> <laughs> crossed it's not a rub and tug. <laughs> yeah, i go, yeah, picnic for breakfast, get a massage and then go to the Chinatown for dinner. Hell yeah. That sounds like a, a good day. Yeah. Or the Burwood Hotel. Burwood Hotel does like, Bubble tea cocktails, which is sick. Oh, that's that pretty does cool. Sound awesome. been, have you been there, with Drew, uh, Jane? No, but I'm going tonight with Jen. <laughs> yeah, look, and no one judges you if you have a pram because you're like bubble tea. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that rocks. That rocks. Yeah, I wouldn't mind checking that out. And it's pretty sick. The last question is. Oh, yeah. You've achieved everything you've ever set out to in comedy. You've achieved the highest <laughs> levels of success with all your cash dollars. Would you settle down in Burwood? 
Oh my God, that's a good question. I would in one of the mansions. There's really old, massive mansions. Mm. And every time we drive past, Chris is like, I fucking hate these people. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, who did they kill to get that? And I'm like, I don't know. Like they are like actual, really old, really beautiful. It's like an estate yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like I a whole some. heap of them and they're like masked by big trees. But once you go, like you can see some of them and they are truly stunning, old, beautiful Victorian yeah. mansions. Yeah. They're all like I'd take one of them for sure. They're in the, you know, the heritage register yeah, and stuff. Because yeah. I did see when I was doing a bit of research, I didn't go into but they're like they're the kind of buildings that have names. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know? Of course. Yeah, like Manor. But they're massive. They're like really you you can't you wouldn't pick it because it's like crazy Chinatown vibes where there's like people everywhere selling weird shit and then you go like two blocks and there's there's just like really old school beautiful. Sick, oh, yeah. yeah. I'd take one of them for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, Jan, do you have anything you want to plug? Any mm. dates coming up? Any no, projects? It's all just it's all the same shit, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm on Instagram now. I've joined that yeah. hellhole, so I'm on there. <laughs> Where do people find you Join on us. Jen.carnavali. Yeah, go. but other than that, that yeah, that's it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks really so much fun. for coming on. That was well, a blast. And if you want to find us, of course, we've got a Patreon now. $5 a month gets you two bonus episodes a month. We've done some great ones recently. We've talked about video stores with Alexi Toliopoulos. We've talked about the history of Open Mic Institution Cactus Juice with Ben Caution. Yeah. And we've got plenty more coming, baby. Apart from that, keep hitting us up on Instagram. We love hearing your tips and love hearing your stories. You can also buy shirts through the link on Instagram. I think they've been selling like hotcakes. <laughs> Stale hotcakes that have been thrown out. Cold cakes. <laughs> but apart from that, Jen, thank you so Thanks much so for much coming on. Yeah, we'll see you next Jen. week, everyone. Bye. 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 Guys, bye.